Hello, and welcome back to the Faith Friday podcast for another episode. My name is Elijah Barsness, and I am co-hosting this week uh, with Mr. John Walker. And today we are very excited uh, and have the pleasure of uh, having CJ Lucky, a Christian rapper with us, who's here to do a concert on campus for homecoming weekend. Uh, I'm really excited to have him here. Welcome, CJ. How you doing? I'm blessed, man. I am blessed, blessed, blessed. Thank you guys for having me. Honored to be here. We're so excited to have you here. Uh, as uh, uh, many of you who are listening to this podcast know, uh, or maybe don't know, uh, CJ is actually on campus doing a concert tomorrow night. So we are uh, extremely elated about that, excited yeah. about that. You dropped a new album here probably about a month ago, right? Uh, yeah, July 1st. July yeah. 1st. Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. a couple months ago. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Uh, man, that's awesome. So we, we'd love to just share with our central community uh, what brought you to central um, and then we can just dialogue from there. But what what brought you to central? CJ's a, an alumnus of the college in 2010. Mm-hmm. And uh, so why don't you why don't you talk to us about coming to central and, and what brought you here? Well, man, um, uh, as Elijah said, I have the honor and privilege of, you know, doing a concert, you know, for this homecoming weekend. I know this homecoming weekend isn't ideal, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. with everything going on, our circumstances, but I'm excited, man, just being back on campus. This is also my 10-year, mm-hmm. you know, anniversary, mm-hmm. guys, of, you know. Does a, it make you feel old? You know, <laughs> man, uh, so I, I'll say this, John, you know, old is a mindset, man. It's not a number, you know, and so mm-hmm. I, I don't feel old at all, but it's like, man, I've been out of college 10 years, bro, you know what <laughs> I mean? So it's, like, it's crazy. So I'm excited to be back, man. Um, like I said, anytime I can come back and invest in and to the students here, coaches here, staff here, you know, anybody, man, I, I love it. It's an honor and privilege because mm-hmm. Central is family and, without, and will always be family. Amen. So what, what initially brought you to Central? Um, as in, like, as a student? Yeah, as a student. So, yeah. man, uh, so I, I got recruited by a few colleges. Uh, uh, Central, uh, when, when I was recruited by them, I, I actually came and tried out, you know, for Central. And I uh, tried out for Mac as well. And... Um, uh, I looked at Central. It was it was cool. I remember touring campus. It was cool, but I was like, ah, I don't see myself really coming to Kansas. But um, you know, moving forward, um, I, I signed with Central with one of my best friends, and I already knew um, one of the basketball players who's uh, one of my best friends as well, Patrick Green. He was already here, and so you know, it's it's a little bit more comforting coming to a school out of the state when you have. Not one, but two mm-hmm. of your really good friends. And Patrick, Kevin, and I, uh, we all graduated from the same school uh, mm-hmm. in, in Dallas. And so um, it was a blessing to come here, man. And so well, I, I'll tell you this, John, when I first, like the first month, man, I was ready to go. I was like, this is it. <laughs> nope. Transferring. I can't, can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, uh, as I said earlier, I didn't grow up here, but I grew up here. You know, I, I met my wife here, John, uh, my, some of my best friends, my brothers, you know, build some great, dynamic, phenomenal, authentic relationships here. The staff here was great, you know, um, uh, my professors. So Central is, you know, a small school, but, man, uh, I really, really got to uh, grow a lot as a young man mm-hmm. while being here. And I, and I, when I look back, I regret absolutely nothing, John. Man, that's awesome. CJ, can you talk a little bit about um, your life after, after Central, uh-huh. uh, how you got into uh, the, the career that you're in now um, yeah. and, and where you're at with that and what you're doing these days. Okay, so, man, I, I graduated, Elijah, with my uh, degree in exercise science. I, I was looking to go more in the physical therapy area. Okay. Uh, I actually um, continued school after I graduated from, from Central. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I reached a point, I was at a crossroads where, because my wife, I'm two years older than she is, and she was still here. She had two more years remaining. And so 
I was like, mm, should I continue school or should I work toward buying an, a ring for my wife, you mm. know, uh, with my girlfriend at the time. And so I was like, ah, you know what? Mm, school, get engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get engaged. So I kind of stopped going to school, man. And I started working and uh, man, a whole testimony and the jobs that I've had. But um, again, I got my degree in exercise science, but man, I'm a youth pastor. Mm. I, I'm a youth pastor. I'm a hip hop artist, motivational mm. speaker. God has definitely given me a grace to be able to do what I do, fellas. But I, if you'd have told me as a graduating senior of the class of 2010 from Central that I would be doing what I do now, I would probably laugh at you, you know, <laughs> especially as a youth pastor. Maybe the hip hop side, yes, you know, but but as a youth pastor, no, you know, mm-hmm. um, man. It, and, and it's going back, fellas, um, the, the gospel of Mark or uh, I think the class was uh, biblical Christianity. Uh, I can't re- can't remember, but um, the, all, all my uh, theology classes I slept in, fellas. I was <laughs> I slept in, and and so um, you know I was just just that type of student that was just trying to get by. I just wanted to graduate, play basketball, and date my girlfriend, man. And, and so, but you know I, I'm pretty sure the Lord was like, you know what, the one that's sitting in the back with his hoodie on his head trying to stay awake, he's going to preach the gospel. Mm. <laughs> and so, uh, but man, uh, you know. Mm. Uh, so, so after I graduated, I didn't see myself being, you know, where I am now, but it's amazing how the Lord can orchestrate events, mm. you know, mm. in our lives for us to be able to walk in the divine purpose in which he's mm-hmm. created us for, mm. you know. And so, it, you know, I always look at the scripture, guys, and we, we see it on walls and, and, and living rooms and uh, on dining room tables uh, or whatever, you know, uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11, you know, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, plans to prosper you, not to harm you or bring disaster, but to give you hope in the future. So, you know, but we, we often forget that he says, for I know the plans I have for you, not, mm-hmm. it's not CJ's plans, right. but for I, you mm-hmm. know, and, and uh, the Lord is amazing, man, he's sovereign, his grace and you know, the doors that's been shut, you know, in my life, I'm thinking it's rejection, but it was mm-hmm. protection so that I could be on the mm-hmm. path mm-hmm. that God had for me. So it's been a blessing, Elijah, long testimony, bro, but I did not see myself being where I am now as a graduate of Central, but uh, nonetheless, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm grateful, man, for where, where the Lord has me. That's awesome. So so how many years have you been working as a youth pastor now? Five, five as years. of right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir, five. Mm-hmm. And, and I know just by going on your website and whatnot that you do some motivational speaking, mm-hmm. you, you, you're you producing concerts. I think you had one a couple of nights ago at Cross Point. Yeah. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, and so you do uh, those types of things. And I know that also, I believe it was last year that you were uh, named the the young alumni of the mm-hmm. year. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's correct. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess you talk, talk to us a little bit about those students out here that are listening to this podcast right now. Who are the kid in the back row mm-hmm. with their hood up, with their head down, yeah. sleeping through class? <laughs> and you know what? They're they're at this point in their life where they're saying, "Man, I don't know if I want to be here. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to do this. I don't know what to do." And I'm just kind of here because I'm playing ball, or I'm yeah. I'm kind of here because this is what my parents wanted me, mm-hmm. or I'm kind of here for you fill in the blank, right? Um, talk to talk to that kid. Talk to that kid who, who uh, that student that that student that is here who might be at that crossroads point in their yeah. life. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to that student? Man, you know, I, I was, um, I just finished up a book by, you know, one of my best friends, my big brother, Lewis Collins, in his book, A Home Again. And he talked about being thankful for where God has you in that particular season in your life. Mm. Uh, I believe the chapter was sheep behavior, but, um, you know, he's, he's, he quoted somebody and he said, uh, God cannot promote you until you're overqualified, you know. Mm. Uh, and so, man, that was really good. But, you know, to that student, I want to say take advantage and be intentional about your time here 
you know, a lot of times I, I do believe that it's important that um, we take a, a, an approach of being grateful, thankful, um, being thankful for what the Lord has us, you know, because the Lord could be, you know, showing us something in that particular season. I, you know, when, when you live a life that glorifies and that, that, that honors and Jesus Christ, there are no wasted seasons. Amen to that. Absolutely mm-hmm. no wasted seasons, fellas. Mm-hmm. And so I, I believe that God orchestrates and he works and he, and he prunes and he restores and he chisels and he does so much in our life in those seasons. We don't want to miss it because of our ungratefulness, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I, I want to encourage that student to shift your perspective, you know, our perspective. And I just shared this with the soccer ladies uh, a second ago. Our perspective can be our passport or our prison. It's up to us, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know what, God, what is it that you want to show me in this season? What is it that I need to learn, what I need to invest in, who needs to invest in me, you know, what relationships I need to build, you know, uh, just to kind of, you know, change our perspective. We, we, we tend to operate with selfish desires, you know, I, th- this isn't making me happy or this isn't doing anything for me or meeting my needs or satisfying me. Jesus is the only thing that satisfies, only mm-hmm. person that satisfies. But j- just to shift your perspective, you know, going back, fellas, if I could go back, you know, I would have been front row, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A pen pad, just, you know, taking notes and really just absorbing and soaking into everything that was being invested into me. And I'm, and I'm grateful for everything that happened, but to encourage that student to just shift your perspective mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and how you, your, your viewpoint of where you are in this particular season in life, because God wants to use this season. I look at it like this in, in this place of preparation. He's preparing you for something he has prepared for you. You know, and so we want to make sure that we're doing we've been intentional and doing what we need to do so that we can participate in God's plan and purpose for our life. Amen. Hmm. Our theme this year for the school year is is anchored mm-hmm. uh, from Hebrews 619. OK. Um, and so how do you I mean, the idea for our students is that um, we want our students to be anchored uh, in their faith yeah. in in the hope of Jesus, that it's uh, that he's a steadfast um, rock, mm-hmm. a refuge, um, for their lives. Um, and so how do you stay anchored in, in your profession? Man, you know, I, I don't, what I do fellas, you know, been a youth pastor, motivational speaker, hip hop artist, people call you know, when, when you, you're doing more, people give you labels that you don't even ask for. Mm-hmm. I've been called a community leader now and, you know, mm-hmm. activists, I'm not an activist. I'm a kingdomist. I'm all about furthering God's mm-hmm. kingdom, advancing his kingdom. And so, and keeping the, the main focus that, but uh, and I don't even call what I do a profession or a career. It's a calling. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you have a calling, John, Elijah, mm-hmm. you have a calling. But how I stay anchored is, is through the word of God, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spending my quiet alone time with Jesus, being uh, intentional about uh, building and strengthening my relationship with him, uh, listening to, you know, his voice and, mm-hmm. and, and being faithful to what he's placed on my heart and doing what, he, what he's called me to do. Um, I, you know, being anchored, man, I... Uh, uh, you know, we live in a world where it's so much going on. You know, the pandemic, the war mm-hmm. on racism, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the election is coming up, fellas. We got the winds mm-hmm. and the waves of the world tossing us to and from. But, you know, the thing is, you talk about being anchored, even when we don't know what to believe, we can always know who to believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and and my faith is anchored in Jesus Christ and will forever be anchored in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. until the day he called me home. Mm-hmm. You know, and so uh, uh, just want to, you know, encourage the Central family with that. And uh, but it's through the word of God, man. Uh, it's through the word of God and through fellowship, mm-hmm. um, you know, just just in being. Int- I keep saying intentional, but you have to be intentional about right. that, man. You know, every day I wake up, I choose Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, every day. 
And so um, I still have a lot of growing to do, fellas. I don't speak from a place like I've arrived anywhere because I haven't, you know. But um, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still maturing, still developing. And um, and how I stay anchored is doing those things, you know. And mm-hmm. so I just want to, you know, continue to be faithful. The Bible says we can be faithful with little. We can be rulers over much. Being faithful where, where God has placed me, um, you know, that that position of gratitude, as I said earlier, and just doing those things. Man, that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I, I'm often... I often think on uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 when Paul says that we are co-laborers. We are mm-hmm. co-workers with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for Elijah myself, I know for you, uh, other people, other members of the college, alumni who are out living for the Lord intentionally, as you're talking about. Um, we are co-laborers. We are co-workers with the Lord. What's interesting is that, you know, a lot of people who work at the college, you know, we ha- we have such a burden. And I know that you have such a burden for young people, I right? Do. Yeah. Um, and, and same for the people who work here at the college. We have such a burden for people. And college was such a transformative time of our life mm-hmm. that that's something that we we look forward to, to joining the Lord and, and partnering with him on this process right. uh, of, of pruning and being used by him. Um, and it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul says that um, our job is to be faithful, mm-hmm. to plant to sow mm-hmm. and to water, mm-hmm. and God causes the increase. I think uh, probably here about two years ago, Elijah and I were getting discouraged because we weren't seeing the increase, but then we realized, you know, that it's God who causes the increase. That's it's right. not me and him. So um, what are some practical things that you do? You know, you're talking about the Word of God you're and, and, and how that helps you remain uh, faithful and anchored um, in this turbulent time. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about those seeds that th- those seeds that you are planting, and, yeah. uh, and how you remain faithful in planting those seeds and and and, and watering, and, and how does a college student? Maybe we got a college student here right now, mm-hmm. who is a believer who wants to live for Christ, who yeah. wants uh, more for their life, but maybe they're feeling drawn back because of the world, maybe because of their teammates. You know, you fill in the blank. How do you remain faithful mm-hmm. to plant and to sow? Man, um, you know, I, it starts with obedience. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. And, you know, in John and Elijah, obedience always makes sense to God, even when it looks like nonsense to the world, mm-hmm. you know, always to be obedient. And uh, and I, I just look at the you know story of Noah, you know, uh, of course, mm-hmm. God's grace played a part, but it was so his obedience was what saved him, you know. Mm-hmm. And so and it looked like nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are you building this ark for? You know, <laughs> uh, but. For me, being faithful, man, I, I think as Christians, John, man, we get so discouraged when we don't see the harvest, you know, but we have to remember our job is just to plant Amen. the seeds, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and let, you know, the Lord do the rest. You know, I may plant the seed uh, here at Central and may not see the harvest on this side of eternity, you know, or maybe later on down the road, but to be faithful in planting the seeds, man. And so, and, and I want to continue to keep my hand on the plow um, for fellas being a youth pastor, hip hop artist, motivational speaker, you know, all these things, it's great. And I thank God for his grace that sustains me. But I, I just want to continue planting those seeds Amen. and just focus on planting those seeds. Just, you know, God, you do what you would, because I pray that the, 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 the heart soil are good. You know, we, we know about the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, but planting the seed nonetheless, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then being okay with just that. And Lord, you, I love and care about these people, but you love and care about them more than I do. So I'm going to do my part and you're going to do what I can, you know. And so uh, just just being faithful, I, I uh, it, it was a, it took 
it wasn't easy right off the bat. You know, sometimes we get, I, as a youth pastor, I would get discouraged because I would have teenagers and the Holy Spirit will reveal something to me that's down the road. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you're about to run into this brick wall, step into this pothole, you know, and they're <laughs> right. going full speed ahead mm -hmm. and they don't take that advice. And I used to get so angry and disappointed uh, in those teenagers when they didn't. But the Lord said, nope, just plant the seed. Amen. That, that's it. Be okay with just planting the seed. And we, and even with that, we can't allow, you know, a, what we deem as a failure for somebody else to, you know, uh, change how we think about that person. You know, we made mistakes too, you know, Amen. Uh, Romans three twenty three. we all, you know, we all fall short of the glory of God. And so that's all of us fellas. But nonetheless, we still remain faithful into what God has called us to do. And so that's what I continue to do, fellas. Remain faithful, remain faithful. Let, let, and I'll share this and I'll end with this. You know, then I, I believe all of our callings would require us to be faithful to what God has called us to do. But the cool thing, Elijah and John, about our callings was so dope is that we don't have to compete. You know what I'm saying? Like, Amen. like our call, we may have similarities here and there, but our callings is different. Elijah, mm -hmm. yours is different from mine. Mine is different from yours, John. Mm -hmm. Different spaces, different places, you know, cities, states, whatever. Totally. But we have a calling, but we have to be faithful to that calling. Amen. You know what I mean? And in order to for us to continue the mission, you know, of making disciples, you know, and, and furthering God's kingdom, bro. So we have to be faithful if we're going to continue to see the Lord move in our country and our world. Amen. Is there anything else you would you want to share um, that's on your heart? Um, man, I have a lot, man. I'm a preacher at heart, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I, you can definitely tell it. Yeah, you I'm are. a preacher. <laughs> and I, you know, and if you guys will see tomorrow night because I, I talk in between, you know, uh, my songs, you know, my, in my set. And um, and I'm even intentional about that. But I like, man, sometimes like, man, CJ, you got to rap. You know, I'm like, yeah, you got to rap, bro. Like I'm up here preaching, you know, but you got to rap. But man, God has, you know, placed so much on my heart. I shared a lot, you know, with the, um, you know, the soccer girls and, um, you know, about everything that's going on in the world, you know, Black Lives Matter and, and everything else, man. But the Lord has been speaking to me about so much, uh, fellas. And, and for me, just really, you know, people, you know, they see what I'm doing maybe on social media. And I don't, I don't post everything, but, you know, people see what I'm doing on social media and like, man, CJ, you're busy. You're so busy, man. You're busy, busy, busy. And I don't like that, you know mm. what I mean? I, I, Cause I can be busy doing nothing, mm. sure. you know? And so for me, it's about being productive and focused and faithful. You know what I mean? I tell people that, you know I mean? I'm just staying focused and productive and faithful to what God has called me to. to. Cause when, when, you're, when you're doing what God has called you to do, it will have you working, you know, it will have mm -hmm. you working and, and serving for me, but I'm also a husband and a, and a father as well. And I have to be intentional again, there's that word, mm -hmm. be intentional about making sure that my family don't get leftovers, mm -hmm. you know? And so, but, um, you know, taking care of my family, because the thing is, and, and even being a husband and a father, God created, you know, the family before he created the church. Mm -hmm. You know, we miss that. Even as, you know, we, we, we can make, you know, serving God, you know, an idol, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, an idol. And so I love serving God. I love Jesus. But, you know, how can I expect for a message to be effective at Central if it's not effective at home? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It starts mm -hmm. there first, bro. And so um, for me, I... I uh, just being focused and productive during the season, man. I, I'm holding on to the promises of God, fellas. You know, it, 
I, I shared with the soccer ladies, and I was, you know, something I was praying. I'm like, God, what are you trying to show us in this season? What, what is it? You know, this pandemic, this war on racism, <laughs> like so much going to the election. 2020 is such an unprecedented year. <laughs> Fellas, like school is like reimagined, and mm, like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Thinking we're wearing masks everywhere, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, we, I mean, walking in the stores and, and, oh, man, running back to the car, I forgot my mask. Mm-hmm. I seen a, I, real quick, it was funny to me, I seen a gentleman come out of the bank he took off his mask and he threw it on the ground. <laughs> he was like, man, I'm tired of this, you know. I'm like, bro, I'm right there with you, man. You know, I'm right there with you, bro. Um, but but what the Lord is showing me, you know, in, in this season, it's the Lord said this, the world is looking at this as a crisis, but this is a classroom. He said, pay attention, pay attention. And so, um, and man, the Lord, is, this has been a year of exposure, a year of, you know, revealing, you know, we'd say, we call 20, many call 2020 perfect vision. It's not quite like, you know, we're kind of mm-hmm. seeing some things mm-hmm. that that's uncovered that we don't like, you know? Right. And so, um, um, but it's, it's, the Lord has really been showing me a lot, man. And, and, you know, he, he, the Lord will offend our mind to reveal our heart, you know, and it's our heart that he's after, you know, to, uh, you know, we, and, and we hear young people, John, Elijah, you hear just like, I, oh man, follow your heart, follow, you mm-hmm. know, the Bible says in what Jeremiah thinks 17, the heart is deceitful above mm-hmm. all things, That's you know, right. so you it wicked, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's a heart check for us in many areas, man, whether it's having a challenging conversation about racial injustice, social injustice or um, uh, pride. You know, um, we you know, for us, man, it's as, as, as the body of Christ, I really think more so now we need to be rising up. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, our world is in the shape it's in because the church refused to, you know, speak. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, and remain we remain silent. You know, and so for me, man, I just again going back to that faithful word, being intentional about that. I remember I share this with you fellas. I I, I prayed. Um, I think it was my thirtieth or thirty first birthday. I just turned thirty two in in June, but it was last year or two years ago. I remember my prayer. I was like, God, I don't want to be just another name. Mm-hmm. You know, there are millions of names. I said I want to be a voice and a voice for your kingdom. There are very few voices. And the Lord spoke to me, fellas, and he said, you know what that comes with, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when God asks you a question, it's always for your information, never his. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, so, and so he's like, you know what that come with, right? And I was like, yes, Lord, I do. I do. Because the Bible calls us to be fishers of men. But I told the Lord, I don't want a fishing pole. I want a net. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A fishing pole, you kind of fishing specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a net, you taking everything that comes with Amen. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, the Lord, like, you know what that come with, right? You know, I'm like, yes, Lord, I do. Man, I tell you, fellas, you know, but uh, it's been a blessing. And so uh, uh, in, in, in my life, man, I just, I'm learning, I'm growing, um, I'm unlearning, you know, unlearning. I think that's, that's you know, um, important nowadays, too. We learn, you know, and unlearn, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and so, it's, but it's been such a blessing, fellas. It really is, you know, to be used by God to, to just be a vessel and, being able to encourage people. I was sharing with the soccer lady. I said, look, I, I, I invest, you know, invest. Like I, I used it earlier, you know, when we were speaking before coming coming on live for the podcast. And you, you can invest in stocks, invest in bonds, invest in properties and, and businesses. And those things are great. I choose to invest in people. Amen. You know, it's about investing in people, man. And, and so uh, planting the seeds. There we go. You know yep. what I mean? We, we always think monetary, you know, yep. in a mm-hmm. monetary, but. Well, and, 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 and the only three things that are eternal, mm-hmm. and we know this from God's word, are God, God's word, and people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as you, I know that the three of us would agree that if we're not investing in those three things, we're essentially wasting our time. Wasting time. Mm-hmm. And, and I, time is of the essence for me, man. I, I don't know when the Lord is going to call me home. I pray he gives me a long life here. But you know what? 
you know, I, I look at it when, you know, I want to hear well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. Not well done, my good good rapper, popular rapper, famous rapper, it ain't mm. none of that. You mm. know, faithful, going back to that word, faithful servant. And and by the time I, you know, the Lord called me home and I'm standing before the throne, I'm going to be on bended, like, I'm going to be, like, exhausted because I gave everything. Amen. You know, and even talking about giving, fellas, you know, we talk about monetary, you know, our time, energy, effort. You know, time, so people say time is more than money worth more than money i think about this i was reading man it was in matthew i want to say chapter six forgive me if i you know missed that address but it was jesus you know talking about i think the left letting your left hand what your right hand's doing and and uh you know uh i was thinking but jesus said when you give not if you give mm-hmm. he said when you give which means it was expected and it made me think about the story of uh of um uh i think Zacchaeus, not Zacchaeus, nicodemus nicodemus uh the, the, the fair, you know, that he was a leader of the Sanhedrin and, you know, he came mm-hmm. to Jesus at night, you know, how can mm-hmm. a man be born again, you know, entering his mother's womb and, you know, Jesus had that conversation with him. But fast forward, uh, Nicodemus was, uh, he came to retrieve, retrieve Jesus' body, you know, uh, and he buried Jesus as a king. You know, the Bible said he spent, you know, uh, what it was, uh, I think 75 pounds of like mm-hmm. oils and spot, you know, basically make sure Jesus, you know, body was smelling good. But this is where I'm going with this, fellas, and talking about, you know, giving so uh he went to jesus at night because he didn't want to get caught but reading the nicodemus story the lord showed me this when when jesus goes from our head to our heart it will change it will change and challenge every single area of giving Mm -hmm. you know stinginess you know being stingy so you talk about giving giving of our time giving Mm -hmm. of our money giving of our energy giving of our efforts when you know if we serve a God, fellas, Elijah and John, hear my heart. If we serve a God that freely gave us everything, gave us his only begotten son, he held back nothing. Mm-hmm. Who are we to be stingy with what we have? Amen. You know, the Bible says everything in the earth is the Lord's. Mm-hmm. This is God's table. This is God's Fiji water. This is God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. If we operate with that mindset, man, we will steward things well. Mm-hmm. And I know God has given me the grace and responsibility to steward things. Even been a, a pastor of a, a, a great student ministry and that's grown and flourished, but that's God's student ministry. My job is just to steward it. Mm-hmm. You know, the nonprofit organization that I run and and the many other cool, great things that God has blessed me to be able to do, my job is just to steward it. Even my city doing, you know, uh, being a part of, you know, so many big, hot, high-up uh, platforms and stuff like that, that's all cool and great, cool, cool and great, but stewardship, you know, and, and I'll share this with you, fellas. You know, I, I shared at the, pro, and you may have heard it, John, if you watched the video, I said, this is my city, my responsibility. And so, but what I mean was, it, it wasn't ownership, bro, like saying that I can, you know, ownership says I can do whatever I want with this. It was stewardship. So what I meant was, was this, I want, I'm going to steward this. I'm going to love, I'm going to cherish, I'm going to improve, I'm going to protect this. So when I pass it on to the next generation, it will be better than when I had it. You know what I mean? If we, if we, you read the Bible, we serve a generational God, you know? And so when we pass it on to the next generation, man, I want them to have, you know, a better world. You know, but but how do we steward steward those things? We steward our time, we steward our faith, we steward our efforts, you know, and that's what we do because we want to see the next generation, like you said, a burden. Uh it com- it's conviction for me. You know, the Bible speaks about conviction in Hebrews 11 and 1, you know, faith is the evidence of things hoped for, a conviction of the things not seen. You know, God has given you guys a conviction of things he's only showed you, things he's only revealed to you and your your city your space your area and so um and so for me i have a conviction for because we so easy cast cast to the side young people you know what i mean but 
Paul writes to Timothy in uh, his first Timothy uh, 4.12. He says, do not let anyone look down on you for you're young, but be an example to all believers, your faith, your love, your conduct, your speech, and your purity. So, you know what I mean? Like, they're not too young to be used by God. Whether Amen. this a mm-hmm. college student is listening to this, high school, junior high. Right. So how can we, John and Elijah, invest in, in those students and and maybe be the shoulders that they can stand on in the faith because we stand on shoulders. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have mentors that's invested in our lives and shoulders that we stand on. So I, it, I it, so for whatever young people, you know, central family that's, that's listening to this podcast or will listen to this podcast, you know, it's important to have a mentor, Amen. to have somebody who invests in your life. Cause mentors don't, they don't tell us, uh, they don't teach us what to think, but how to think, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That, you know, how to, you know, how can we navigate, you know, through this crazy world and uh, with on our faith journey with Jesus and, you know, to navigate with grace and to operate in the peace that the Lord has provided for us or, or whatever, how, how to, you know, but how to think. And so, but, um, I just, um, you know, fellas, this, that's just a little, a little bit smidget of, mm-hmm. you know, something, just some things the Lord been stirring in my heart. And again, I, I'm grateful to be on this podcast and, and I want to continue to be faithful to what God has called me to do. And I want to encourage everybody listening to this. Be faithful to what God called you to do. And I'll end with this. When you make it your goal to be everything that God has called you to be, you will find much purpose and fulfillment in that. Yeah. Much purpose and fulfillment in mm-hmm. that. But you will only find your purpose in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so um, to everybody listening to this, you know, uh, just want to encourage you with that. And I hope you were blessed and encouraged by this podcast. Well, CJ, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Uh, to all of those who are listening, we hope and pray that God would use this podcast to encourage and challenge you to seek truth and yeah. find hope in the only true anchor of your soul, Jesus Christ. God bless you and have a wonderful weekend.